Welcome to Mother Puckers, the first and only podcast for hockey moms by a hockey mom, and that's me, Julie Bardownski. Episode 34. We are rolling our way through the episodes now. Welcome into the show this week. Thanks for tuning in. First, I have to tell a funny story about the Peloton. Peloton, my friends, remember Swedish jewels. You can follow me and see the craziness that goes on because I'm doing my class with Cody. Cody's one of my favorite little instructors there. And it's still messed up, but it's only half messed up. And I look and all of a sudden I see another Swedish jewels at the top of the score. I'm like, what? Why are there two of us? Somebody else named Swedish Jules? Oh, no, it's me. Because I had already taken that class and I had gotten first in it. 34,000 people. Not a big deal. But I did it. And so then I'm like, oh, well, I got to beat myself now. So I crushed it. I'll put the video of when I finally overtook myself and took the number one spot on my Peloton. I've been off it for a few days. I need to get my booty back on it, get things rolling. Been busy. Hope everybody has voted. I am coming to you on election night. I was going to wait until the results came in to, you know, congratulate the winner. But I don't think that we're going to know that tonight since four years ago, it was two in the morning before they announced the winner. And I just don't stay up that late anyway. So if there is an announcement, I'll throw it in in the morning. But if not, and we're still in purgatory, because we don't know what's happening, I hope everybody maintains their cool, no matter what side you are voting on. Weekend update, my hockey rankings in the tier one category, every single top spot remain the same as last week, except... There is a battle in that U15 age group because Honeybaked took back the number one spot from CompuWare. Got to be a serious rivalry going on and throwdowns and Motowns happening each time those two teams are playing against each other. So if you have the opportunity to watch that game, whether it's on Live Barn or Hockey TV or if you can get in the rink live, I think that that would be a good one to check out. I've taken a lot of uh, topic suggestions from some from the from the listeners, and this week I want to talk about bullying because it's a big topic, and it's timely because of something that happened last week with a draft pick named Mitchell Miller. I don't know if you know the story. He was playing for North Dakota, and he got drafted by the Arizona Coyotes, and. It came out about how Mitchell had bullied a kid and another kid had bullied a, a young a, a kid who had developmental disabilities and he was African American back when Mitchell was fourteen. First, I heard it, just heard that little bitty bit. I'm like, you know, he's fourteen. Got to make mistakes, should outgrow them, shouldn't be held accountable for them for the rest of his life. And the Coyotes felt the same way. They did the whole, he's going to participate in sensitivity training and diversity training and, you know, working with the community so that he can grow and learn from it. But then the story came out about what exactly happened. And it is very disturbing because the bullying went over 
a couple of years and it was extremely degrading. It was specifically targeted at one young individual and it was both physically and emotionally harmful. And then when I read the victim Isaiah's statement, when he said after uh, finding out that Mitchell got drafted to the NHL, he said, quote, he pretended to be my friend and made me do things I didn't want to do. In junior high, I got beat up by him. Everyone thinks he's so cool that he gets to go to the NHL. But I don't see how someone can be cool when you pick on someone and bully someone your entire life. As soon as I read that statement, everything changed for me. And I immediately felt that when the Coyotes pulled the draft pick and, you know, booted him from the team, and then subsequently North Dakota cut him from their team, allowed him to stay to pursue his degree if he wanted to, I felt those were absolutely the right choices. And my my note to parents out there, you know, obviously, first off, where were the parents for Mitchell? Holy smokes. And um, but to the parents, if you're parenting your child to think leadership comes by way of making other people feel small or that other people are beneath you and leadership means you need to be yelling at them and acting like you know everything and you're teaching your kids that way, then man, you've got a long way to go in your self journey and you might want to take some classes on servant leadership and working on those kids. But I know we don't have any of those listening to mother puckers, but if we do, or if you know one, you send them to me and I will set them straight. Another guy that I know can set kids straight is J.P. Dumont. This is the time you get to hear the story about free ice cream and the coaching tips and a fun mom story from his mom. Part two of my interview with J.P. Dumont. Oh, I have to go back to the questions. And this wasn't from one of the boys. It's from one of your friends who said, ask him about that time he got free ice cream. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> it, it wasn't free. <laughs> so, um, like what we mentioned earlier, I was, uh, I'm, uh, I'm from Montreal, but like uh, Montreal's a big city and I'm, I'm pretty much downtown, but like on the French side, I would say that uh, I never really had to learn English growing up. Actually, even when I played junior, I, I played junior way up north of, my, of Quebec. And it's like, uh, it was unbelievable. I had the, the best time in my life there. It was unbelievable, but I didn't have to speak English there either. So I, my English was really, really bad. Like, uh, you know, table, chair, dog, cat, that's pretty much what I knew. You know, I could not put sentences together. I could not even have a conversation with anyone. So it's, I get drafted by the New York Islanders and uh, I went to my first training camp. And uh, the head scout there like uh, asked me to go out for dinner with him that night and I'm like oh man you know I mean I, I had to go you know I knew that right. so so he was really nice uh, so we went for dinner and he only spoke English only spoke English okay so, so we went out for dinner and uh, you know I don't remember anything about that night except that part that we're going to talk about because like I said my English was so bad I have no idea what we talk about we talk about hockey obviously like you know shooting passing that's that's hockey language. That's not English or French. That's Just, universal. Yeah. But like, so after dinner, they asked me, it's like, uh, you know, do you want ice cream? And I obviously every kid knows like ice cream in every language. Right. So, right. so I was like, yeah. So, uh, there was a TCBY back then 
I don't know if they're still around. I don't think I've seen them. But, but it's a frozen yogurt, yes. right? You know what I mean? Like, so yes. it was big back then. And uh, so we were ready to walk in, and uh, he had one of the, the cell phone, and I'm talking about that was in 97. So the cell phone was about the size of your water yes. bottle right there. Yes. You know what I mean? It was a huge cell. So he's telling me like, to go in to order, and he's taking the phone call. So I'm going in, and, uh, and like I said, like just to say how bad my English was, so... I'm going to the front and I'm going to, uh, you know, to order and uh, I'm not sure what to take, but it says like, you know, fat-free yogurt, you know what I mean? So I was like, ask for chocolate. So she gave me chocolate, you know what I mean? And I just took it and walked away. And uh, <laughs> so the manager started yelling at me. I have no idea she was talking, they're yelling at me. So I'm walking outside, they come like, you know, yelling at me and she grabbed me by the shoulder. <laughs> And she's like, you know, yelling at me and I have no idea why, you know what I mean? Like, so I turn around and the scout comes in and stuff like that. It's like, what's going on? What's going on? But, you know what I mean? I was like, you know, he's like, oh, you didn't pay for it. But I was like, I saw free, <laughs> right? Free. I know that word. So I thought it was free ice cream. So I pretty much like walk away with ice cream, but the manager grabbed me and it was, it was, it was a fun story. And I thought it was going to be the end of it. Right. And, uh, and, um, the train, like the, the ad scout told all the people at the rink. So the next day, like everybody asked me if I wanted to go for free ice cream. So <laughs> it was pretty funny. Like I said, there was a lot of stuff like, you know, language barrier. You know what I mean? Like I know people, like I said, like, you know, uh, in, in America, like I said, like um, English is really easy to learn if you want to learn it. Like I said, it's a really easy language to learn if you want to. But like, you know, the first few months, you know, it's it's really hard. You know what I mean? Like, you sure. know, for a Russian guy to come over, sure. you know, a French guy to come sure. over, like it's really hard, but like all the nuances. Yes, but if you really want to do it, it takes a few months and you can do it. When a new guy is coming town, like you know, and never really learn English, you know what I mean? Like it's even if you learn English in school, you know what I mean? Like it's it's not the same thing when you get to the America. You know what I mean? It's different. Right. But language barriers is is, uh, is a big factor. You know what I mean? Like uh, I was lucky enough uh, every training camp that I went, there was a few French guys on the team, so they helped me out a lot. You know what I mean? But uh, uh, but that's that's the point. You know, what I mean, when I was turning 19, I was like, you know what? Like, you know, I have to really, you know, do something about it. And that's when I started watching all those uh, kids show on Disney Channel in English. <laughs> you know what I mean? And after that, like I said, like you know, like Seinfeld and Friends, and just watching over and over and over the same right. episode. So I really right. tried understood. to get it and understood everything. So. Yeah, I tried to dust off my college French for you, but all I could remember was Fermé la Bouche because okay. I just used that on my kid all the time. So yeah, that's, that he a, that's a good one, but now, like, now it's like, it's like <laughs> yeah, it's not being polite now. Oh, I know, I know. Oh, my gosh. You moved here, you started coaching right away, and here we are eight years later, and uh, the Nashville Predators and the Junior Predators named you the executive director of the youth hockey program. So, wow, what, what, that's amazing. Great step. What do you see plans? I mean, what do you want to, what do you plan for it? What do you want to do with it? Got a great foundation. Yes, um, definitely. It was an honor, obviously. Like I said, when I got to the call, if I was going to be interested in doing that, I said, you know, yes, right away. Uh, what really, like I said, for me is different. It's like I've been coaching the Junior Preds way, way back. It was a double-A program only. Right. And, I, and I went with, uh, you know, Thunder yep. like, to coach Triple uh, A after that. And so I've seen both. And like I said, like as much as like I mentioned earlier, like 
Nashville's becoming a hockey market. We still compare ourselves to different cities, you know what I mean? Like, we we need more kids playing travel hockey to be able to say, like, hey, like, every bird here, like, we can put ourselves, like, say we are a top program, you know? Right. So that's our goal. You know, you have to start from the foundation, like you mentioned, so you got to start make sure that all the kids are learning like the, the right way and falling in love with the game you know yes. what i mean like this is uh, this is the tough part you got to find coaches that teach the right way really well like the kids at a young age but at the same time make it fun that the kids wants to play again right and the first thing about hockey like i said like uh, a lot of parents ask is like you know like oh my kids don't like it i was like well did he learn how to skate first they're like no we just put him right to hockey I was like, well, if he's never going to touch the puck or never be able to, like, you know, to catch somebody up on the ice, like, that's why he doesn't like it. You know right. what I mean? Like, you have to make sure that uh, you, you know, you learn how to skate first. And that's yes. why, like, right now, like, you know, by doing all little steps like this, we're going to be able to have a really base foundation. And uh, hopefully that uh, uh, this program, uh, like, in a few years, like, it's going to be uh, one of the top program, uh, you know, in the U.S. And like I said, like, uh, that's why... Uh, I'm really excited about this uh, project. You know, I call it a project, but like like you said, the foundation was great. You know, what I mean, like it's not, uh, um, you know, something that we have to build uh, from the ground up. You know what I mean? Like uh, right. we just have to make some adjustments. You know, what I mean, yeah. like things that. Uh, well, you're making an announcement just about every other day for the past couple of weeks of new directors within each part of the organization, yes. really focusing on the mite development. And I mean, you may touch the puck. I think uh, I had Lance Pitlick on. Um, couple episodes ago and he did a study and he said the, you touch a puck maybe six to ten seconds throughout an entire game that it's on on your, your stick. stick but you're skating yes for every second that you're out there so but yeah. you have to be ready when you have that six seconds yes the but yes, yes you know i mean the young age is a little bit different it's in the nhl right so you got to be able to do both yeah like you mentioned like you know the program right now like i said like uh, we're trying uh you know i mean like to make it a one big family uh, for people, like I said, like, you know, like you have followers from everywhere, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, uh, we, uh, there was a merger here uh, with, you know what I mean, with a double-A program and a triple-A program. Uh, one was based, uh, I would say, regionally, you know, with uh, with families from Atlanta and uh, Unsville, like, you know what I mean? Like, yep. uh, like an Insa district, I would say. So now we have to make sure that uh, we're all under one umbrella, that everybody's working together to make sure that the kids getting better uh, right. uh, obviously and our and our goal is always to make sure that kids want still want to play the next year that's my main goal like i said as much as like i said we we have to find the right balance about tough because being tough i mean like make it uh you know understand that you know they're gonna have to work hard you right. know, to deserve like you know ice time and like right. to deserve like you know i mean like to score goals or to make plays or to make the save like nothing comes easy in life and hockey and professional sports like any sports like it's really rare there's always one or two every 20 years and i'm not talking about just hockey like i'm talking about one or two Anywhere. in every sports that the guy just have the talent, talent and the skills and yep. he's going to do it no matter what he does. Like, you know, it's going to happen. It's yeah. really rare. Right. You know what I mean? So uh, you need hard work. You need to pay attention to the details. The older you get, like I said, like, you know, that's why as a, as a youth program, we got to make sure we have good coaches, but good teachers. Right. Right. Because you got to teach, you know, because once you're going to get to junior, like, you know, coaches are getting paid to win. Right. So they they're teaching still, but like they want a coach to win. You know what I mean? Yes. So if two three kids you have are coming know. in yeah. are not really ready to go, they don't know the system. Coach is not going to waste time because 
if they try to do that and they lose games, they might get fired. You know what I mean? Right. Like those guys are, you know, that's their job now. Right. So like, you know, we have to make sure like uh, as a, you know, as a program that uh, every kid in the program are ready to go and for the next step. And like I said, like I mentioned earlier, you know, a, a guy like, there's a lot of guys now, but like there's late bloomer, I will call them. I so, have one of those. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I said, like, and it's nothing wrong with that. It's just like, that's why like our double A program, the girls program, the mites, and like, you know, and the triple A programs, we all have to work together to make sure that all the boys getting the same, same work with the coaches, like, so that, that kid that right now, like you know, is you know 11 years old. He might not be double. He might not be triple A yet. He might right. have some skills, but like you know, I mean, he's not strong enough yet to be able to compete. Right. So you know, by playing, like putting him in that situation in two years, hopefully that you know, what I mean, like he may be in a year, but you know, a year or two years or three years later, he might be able like because now together. he hit puberty, like you know, everything hit. Right. You know what I mean, like so that's why as a program, like you know, it's going to be big that uh, we're all uh, working together. Well, I will tell you this last uh, weekend, and actually this episode may air uh, a few weeks down the road, I just watched the Squirt Miners play. Both both Nashville teams, one from the Flyers and one team from the Junior Predators play. These kids were working the box, D to D, breakouts, fast, physical, like they were th- throwing throwing shoulders, <laughs> throwing elbows, and they, they're, they what, nine? And my son's team is 14, and at nine at Squirt Minor, they weren't doing any of no, that. No, no, definitely. And like I None mentioned, of that. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, like, there's more wow. kids playing. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like the perfect example is, like, when I got here in 06, you know what I mean? When I started uh, playing for the Preds, Tim McAllister asked me, like, to go and, like, you know, learn to play a program or go on the ice with... And I was like, I show up with my, you know, I mean, my stick, you know, my gloves, and I'm ready to go. And right. I'm like, oh boy, you know what I mean? Like, I had to take everything off, and all I have to do is like make sure the kids don't fall oh. down. <laughs> I have to hold them up, you know what I mean? Like, and show them. Right. You know what I mean? And now, right. yeah, when the Preds are going on the ice with the young kid, like they're skating. You know, what yes. I mean? that's what I said. It's unbelievable the transition. Unbelievable. Uh, and it's all about, like I said, it's the Preds. Let's be honest. If the Predators was not like we're not in Nashville, like you know, oh yeah, now, hockey would not be no. Nashville. It you know would not so be. We wouldn't are, have these beautiful facilities. Press has a huge impact on all those, yep. uh, you know, all those kids, boys and girls uh, in Nashville. So, like, you know, what I mean, like, uh, being able to, uh, yes, like I said, like, you know, was, uh, uh, you know, was an honor to play for the Preds. And now, like I said, I just want to make sure I, w- I want to give back, and it's a, it's a great way, uh, you know, for me, like, uh, to do so like that. So you've also been named the head coach for Montgomery Bell Academy, which is a private boys prep school here in Nashville. And you're going to be going up against your might development head, Tim McAllister, whom you just mentioned over at Ensworth. So those should be some fun games. Yeah, this is uh, this definitely new for me. Uh, you know, I mean, like Timmy's been coaching uh, high school for a while now with uh, with uh, with Ensworth and uh, I talked to uh, a few people that uh, you know go MBA and I coach uh, some of those kids in uh, maybe five years ago I would say five or six years ago so that uh, you know the opportunity came up for me uh, try to do that so like you know I'll uh, and when I agreed to that challenge that was before I knew about uh, the press as well so oh like, wow but like I said everything's great right now like yeah. you know the timing of it it's unbelievable like everything seems to fit so uh it's gonna be fun yes uh, i never coach it uh, against <laughs> timmy so it's gonna be fun it's gonna be very Timmy go go way back and you know, i used to uh 
to train me in the off season. So, um, and I'm a really good friend of mine. So it's gonna be a lot of fun and. Uh, you know, playing all those cool, uh, those high school, and like I said, that's another step. You know what I mean? Like uh, Gene Ash. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a great uh, yes. program as well for high school. You know, like hopefully that uh, you know it's just going to get better and better. Like if we have more kids uh, doing the right, learning the right way when they're young, so when they get to high school, like it's going to you know turn out to be a really good high school league. You know, right now. And like I said, like I'm saying that with a lot of respect, there's some really good teams and some teams that are really struggling. Uh, and it's just because at that age group, you know, I mean, there's not a lot of kids are playing hockey. So that's why it's just going to get better and better. Every right. school have like kids playing hockey now. There's so many kids playing. So yeah, it's uh, great. In the years to come, you know, high school, like, you know, there's going to be a lot more kids playing high school hockey as well. Well, you guys are going to have to go through our Brentwood Bruins, oh. who are going to be looking for the three-peat. Yeah, so. I heard that. I heard that a lot, so it's okay. <laughs> you going to be looking for it. Yeah. As I mentioned your flow earlier, even before lockdown when I saw you had a full head of hair, but you've shaved it off. Tell me the story. So um, my mom got diagnosed with breast cancer when I was uh, when we were here in Nashville, so uh, uh, I was not able to go see her. So... Uh, and when she she was doing great, you know, and like she she beat it. So it's like That's it's a great. funny, it's a good story. That's a very but like when uh, when uh, she was like you know really struggling, like you know I was not able to be there, and it's really when she started losing her hair. So I decided to shave, and uh, I called Solidarity. her with the kids with FaceTime, and when she saw my head, you know, what I mean, like you know, it's just like I shave like to support you. Know what I mean, so. But uh, my wife and the kids and my kids, they were like, you know, Daddy, we like it better that way because, like, I was getting bald anyway on the top <laughs> with wearing a helmet all my life. So right. uh, uh, it stayed that way. So I, I got to shave, uh, you know, probably uh, every uh, two weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you to do. Make it. Yes. Well, I brought you a Mother Pucker's hat to keep oh, you warm cool. on the bench. So you'll have to represent Mother Pucker's oh. and keeping your dome Thank warm you. now that it's shiny. We'll have a have a, a question around coaching and then we'll we'll get into a couple of fun things. So what makes a good youth coach? You've mentioned a few things around teaching them lessons that'll get them going for life and being able to, you know, help them understand the, the fundamentals and just helping them making good decisions. But, but for you, because you're hiring coaches in your program, you know, what do you look for as to be a good youth coach? It's really tough because like, uh, obviously, uh, it's a lot of time, you know what I mean? Like to find a good coach, you got to find somebody that is willing to give a lot of free time. Right. Obviously, like, you know, with our program this year, we are, uh, we pretty much like, you know, there's not a lot of program we're allowed to do that, but you know what I mean? Like to be able to have a good program and to grow, like you have to pay your coach. And obviously that's the, you know, you cannot live <laughs> no. on a salary of coaching youth hockey. You know right. what I mean? Like, but like, you know, at least, like I said, you know, like travels, you know, taken care of. They got some money, like as well, like out of it. But like, we try to find coaches that are willing to go the extra, put more time in, right. put extra work. The, like you mentioned, right? You know I mean, like you have to send a message to the kid. That message has to be like, if I'm gonna come here, I'm committed. You know, what I mean, you better be committed, committed as too. well, right? Yes. You know what I mean, like, and that's one thing that every kid in the program uh, has to understand that it is the same thing. You know, from the parents, you guys 
put a lot of time and money for the kids to get on the ice. Like, and all you guys ask is like to kids to have fun, but work hard and effort, effort, right? <laughs> have fun and work hard. You yes. know what I mean, so like you know, that's what we expect, and that's what I expect from all my coaches too, to be prepared, to have a plan. We all make mistakes, you know. I mean, coaches right. too. You know, we gotta learn from it. And yes. But what I really like and what, like I said, like I just starting to do it, uh, obviously, like I said, what I want to do with this program is like to have all those coaches to be able to jump on the ice with each other. Obviously, right now with COVID, is, uh, it's a little bit tougher. You know what I mean? Right. Like even me, like over the weekend, I was here, but I was not on the ice because if something happened, you know what I mean? Like right. I don't want to like, you know, if I'm on the ice with every group, like we'll have to shut down everything if something happens. So, right. But like when things slow down and hopefully like you know what i mean everything goes back to normal we want coaches to jump on the ice because you learn so much from older coaches yeah. as well different drills different message you know right. different way to teach some guys uh, comes really easy you know what i mean some other guys like uh, have to learn from it you know what i mean but like uh, I really believe that uh, when you have a strong coaching staff and a strong leadership group like we have now here, it's just good things are you know coming. You know, yes. I mean, it's been great, and it's you know, the future looks great as well. Yeah, I would agree. How in today's culture with the anti-bullying, making sure you know, like USA Hockey put in all of the rules around you know racist statements on the ice, safe sport. You know, USA Hockey's done a phenomenal job in protecting our youth against all of those things how though in today's climate knowing that how can you still be a tough coach i mean you still have to you still have to be a coach you can't be a friend so how do you balance that well you you be accountable you know what i mean like i said like you're strict but you're fair so kids know what to expect it's all about being accountable it's the same rule for everyone you try to keep it that way sometimes like i said once you know the kid a little bit more there's some kids that you can push a little bit harder than others you know right. what i mean like it's right and, and i really believe like i said like for youth hockey coaches we have something don't get me wrong like we have some great coaches like they don't have kids but like once you have kids i think you become it's even different. a better coach because yeah. You know that every kid is different. You know, what I mean, I have four at home, and right. all four of them are totally different. You know oh what I mean? wow, so, that's exhausting thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, what I mean, that's so that's an approach. Like when you go coaching, you know, you know that you have like you know twenty players on your team. Like they all going to be different. Right. So once you know, like you know, sometimes you know which button to push to get a kid going. You yeah. know, if one you're a little bit too hard on him, you sh- he shuts down. You know, yeah. the other one you have to be positive all the time you can't you know what i mean so yeah. you learn you know what i mean there's a lot of learning process um you know what i mean every coach brings something different and that's why i said it's good for the kids to learn right. they're gonna have to uh, apply for jobs too like you know if hockey doesn't work like I, yes like i said you know what i mean like my i would love to sit here and tell you that every kids will play in the nhl right right but like i said like we all know it's not gonna happen it's like every kids in the world are playing so like when you get to the nhl like you know what i mean like it's from the world, you know what I mean? Right. Like, those are the things that people have to understand. It's like, it's not just from Nashville, you know what I mean? Or it's just not just from like Tennessee or like, it's in the world. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, the so world. It's uh, seven billion people. Yes. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty big. It's life lessons, like I mentioned. Right. It's like, 
you you have to learn to you know if you want something bad you got to work for it and if somebody is willing to work harder than you for it but you everybody's always working harder than you is what you have to tell yourself you're gonna find them you know what i mean and like i told the boys all the time that i coach i was like if that was easy like everybody will do it do it i'm saying that don't get me wrong every like hockey's for everyone everybody wants to do it everyone but But, exactly but but if if it was really easy like anyone can do it yeah but the lessons in that show you so much more for life sports are such all around sports are such a phenomenal foundation for for the rest of life so i want to give a a little personal story about a, a coaching moment a tough coaching moment uh, you had with my son. So we were playing, we com- comboed your, U4- your U14s and our U13s to play against the Finnish team. Yes. And one of my son's gifts that I've talked about is his skating ability. Yes. And um, I remember, oh, that just reminded me, we were at a Preds game and you and Vakun were signing autographs and we were across the lobby there and waved and my son said, let's go say hi. So we went across, and I saw you turn to Vakun, and you're like, you should see this kid skate. And at oh. that time, he was only like 9 or 10. So fast forward, we're playing U13 and U14s against the Finnish national team last towards the end of last season, I think it was. And my son did not show up at all. He was drifty McSwifty out yeah. there. It was bad. And you... <laughs> You had a parent trying to stop you. You were, like, making a beeline after the game, and you had one parent trying to stop you. You had his his dad saying, and you just knocked both parents kind of out of the way, and you went straight up to my son, and you bent down to his level, and you just got in his face. And you were basically saying, and I don't know if you remember that moment or not, but you were basically telling him, do you know the gift that you have? Yes. And you're uh-huh. wasting it. Do you know how much I would have died to have that gift and you were just right in his face and he I think had tears streaming down his face and he was just like this but ever since then all we have to do is say remember what JP said to you (laughs) but like I said you know what I mean like as much like you know you don't want to see like my intention was not to make him cry no not at all and I don't take that at all I know but like emotion with kids that's what happened but yeah I, I want to make sure that the kids know that when they have a gift, like, you know what I mean? Like, don't take it for granted. Right. You know what I mean? Like, kids who can shoot the puck hard right now, I tell them, like, don't take that for granted. Yeah. Keep shooting. Keep doing it. You know, skating is the same thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, like, and it's something that's a message that, in kids in general, we always want, my parents want to make sure that I had a better life than they did. I right. get that, right? And I want the same thing with my kids. Yes. But we're, we, we're creating some, uh, a few things that you know what I mean like remember us growing up like if we wanted something like like hey dad you know can I get a new stick my dad oh. my dad say like well yeah get, let's go get a newspaper out in the morning so I was getting newspaper so I can buy my stick right you know what I mean now yep. like I'm trying to tell my girls like a little bit different but I'm like oh yeah I'll buy it you know what I mean like yes it's we the generation into the generation we have to make sure that kids understand that you gotta work for it you gotta work for it it's it's what's going on in life right now you know what i mean like you see like you know even teenager like going in and you know people are trying to like restaurants business right and they said i doesn't work because I, nobody wants to be a waiter nobody nobody wants to start like you know cleaning dishes nobody wants to do that because they all want to be manager right away 
You yes. know what I mean? Like kids are coming up you gotta on my work scope. Up. But you, you know what I mean? Like unless you're really lucky, like you know, right. but like you have to work you up. You have to. You know what I mean? Like it's and it's the changed. best CEOs in companies are the ones that have worked at every level in the company yeah, because, because they, they understand. Yeah, they've been there. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's just a it's a, it's like I said, it's a different path from everybody. Yeah. But like I, like you know, what I try to do with the kids is the same thing. You know what I mean? Like what I did with your son is just like you know, like they have a. They have a gift if they're not using it. You know what I mean? Like, might as well not showing up at all because right. it's, yeah. it's wasted. You it's know wasted. What I mean? so, completely but like, wasted. You know, and like I said, like, and that gift, like I said, like, you know, you worked hard for it. You know what I mean? But like, it's not because, you know, you have a gift. Like, it's like, ah, I'm not going to have to do it anymore. No, like, it's you have to do it even because more. Because so. as much, like I said, like, he, he's a beautiful skater. Well, there's somebody better than him in the world somewhere. Yes, there and there's is. somebody better than him as well. You know yes. what I mean? Like, it's nonstop. That's yep. my favorite line, you know what I mean? It's like, trust me, like if if that was not the case, I might still be playing somewhere. There you know you what go. I mean? Like, like <laughs> there's always somebody better than you. It's at at something, not at everything, but like you know the what I mean? Pieces. Like, if you think you're the best skater in the world, I'm, t- I'm telling you, there's probably somebody better than you. But yep. you have you know this and this that makes them better than him. You know what yeah. I mean? So like, yeah, it's just it's what it is, right? It's always right. compete, compete, compete. Right. Going back to your shot, you reminded me. My son, when he, my son was little, I can't remember. I think he was again. He's only been playing since he was seven and a half, but I think he was like nine. First time we got to really know you, you gave him a heavy, heavy puck, and you said, "Don't give it back until you're putting it into the back of the net." And I think he had it for a good three, four months, and it took him a while. Is that one of your other tricks of being able to shoot hard? Is yes. The heavy puck? Yes, I love that. Like, you know, for me, like that heavy puck was, uh, you know, something that I use uh, a lot, you know what I mean? And uh, it's just shoot that puck, you know, you shoot, shoot, shoot. And after that, like, you know, the other pucks that come like so light, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, and it's all about forearms and core, you know what I mean? Like the thing with, uh, you know, when you try to teach young kids right, right now to shooting the puck, it's the right form, you know what I mean? Like that's why it's really important. Like having like the coaches you know what i mean like uh, at young age to make sure like you know it's a skating part you know what i mean because like shooting right. pucks is the same thing like if i'm just yeah. standing up i'm not gonna be able to shoot i'm gonna be able to use my inside edge outside edge right you know what i mean like so when and use my full body when they shoot you know what i mean like uh, because there's always a kid right now uh, the youtube the hockey that He's always bigger and stronger than everybody else. Right. It's, it's, like, it's just the way it's, it's always like going it to be right? until they even out. So like, yep. that kid shoot the puck already and he can just like, you know, like, you know, do a snapshot, score goals because like he shoot hard. Yeah. And now every other kids on the team wants to do the same thing, but yeah. they're not strong enough. So like, you know, the puck doesn't even get to the goalie. Yeah. You know I mean? They have to use their full body. You know what I mean? Right. Like, everybody will get there. It's just like I said, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. We've yeah. got a kid on our team who's got that amazing shot. So it's very fun to watch. All right, so two last things. This episode, granted, it may not air until after the cup is raised, but who are you picking? Uh, you know, right now we're watching everything. You know what I mean? Like uh, Vegas, like Vegas dominated Vegas, last night. Yeah, but like but I the said, night like, before they yeah, that's did not. it's so strange. It's that's another thing about the NHL. Like every year, you know what I mean? Like it's not always going to be just one team or two teams. Like you know, like it's always going to be like between 12, 10 to twelve teams that have a chance to win the cup every year with the salary cap era right so uh you know Tampa Bay looked unbelievable, unbelievable the other night too yep Victor Hedman you just can't go wrong yeah so I don't know like I said I, I really believe that uh, as much as like Vegas been through the same thing you know what I mean they learn from 
everybody said that. I never won the cup, so like you know what I mean, like uh, I cannot say that. But I always like I read a lot of books like about guys who win the cup, and they always said like you have to learn how to lose before you can learn how to win. You know what I mean? Like and both teams, like you know, like Tampa Bay was favorite to win the last few years. Yes. You know what I mean, like I think they learned from it. I think they're they're on the mission right now. Uh, but yeah. Vegas too, you know, I mean, Vegas. Same there, situation. You know I mean? So, uh, but I, I will have to go with Tampa because I really believe that uh, you know I mean there are top players right now with Tampa. Like uh, you know I mean they could be uh, really effective every night. So I well, think and their goalie, yeah, Vasilevsky, I mean, yeah, yikes. he's playing well. And yeah. Vegas too. Like you know Vegas is having a good team. You know what I mean, but yep. like, but uh, I think Tampa, like I said, like they had a taste of it before, and I think uh, they they made some good. I can see. Uh, Great uh, pickup at the trade deadline. Uh, you know, they got some guys that uh, I would say more, uh, they're role player, but more like, you know what I mean? Like just, uh, you know, playing one role, like instead of, uh, you know, they're not, uh, the guys are gonna play in the first two lines, you know I mean? The first two lines, but uh, they have a big role in the team. Like you need guys like that to go all the way. Yeah, so you're picking a Vegas Lightning final yes. with the Lightning pulling it out. Yes, and that was, it's going to be tough. Like, it's probably going to be six or game six or game seven. Yeah, and how do you think, after playing in all of the arenas that you've played in, how do you think the guys are reacting to no fans in the audience? Or in the stadium, I should say. Well, you no, know, by now, I think they should be good to go. By now, yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Like, yeah. in the beginning, it was definitely, like, you know what I mean? Like, like I said, you know what I mean? Like, it's something that everybody had to deal with. Right. You know what I mean? So, it's it was probably tough in the beginning, you know, because you're so used, you know, for the fans and being loud. So, uh, it was definitely different. But now, I don't see why, like, it would be a factor. Yeah. Know? Like, but... I think even hard- when it start, you know what I mean? Like every team was on the same boat. Right. You know what I mean? So that's why right. like I said, like, you know, like the, the issue I have sometimes like when I used to play was more like, you know what I mean, like uh you know, when you go play somewhere and the ice is like really, really bad. Yeah. And you're like, oh man. Right. And the other team. I'm going to get heckled the, right here yeah, in this the corner. Other, the, the other team is like <laughs> so used to it, right? The only right. team is so used to that bad ice, you know what I mean? But yeah. now like every ice and is any NHLs are yeah like you know like they're different a little bit but like they're still like you know in pretty good shape yeah what I think is the weirdest or going to be the weirdest or well is I guess right now because all four teams are staying at the same hotel I mean wouldn't you the night before a game go and pull like all of the fire extinguisher <laughs> alarms yeah, and honk like, horns you, out you're still going to do your own team too so right that's what I'm saying like, <laughs> yeah there's, that's true. Uh, it's, there's a lot of different <laughs> stuff right now but like yeah, what the NHL did was uh, it's pretty amazing it's amazing they've they've shown uh, professional sports yeah. how to handle a pandemic that's it's, for sure uh, and it's been tough for the families I get it yes uh, but personally like I said my personal opinion was uh, I would have had no problem at all leaving my wife and my kids at home just and I'm saying that in the right way just right. because I was gonna go play hockey you know what I mean that was my job and like I said what I love to do but at the same time I know my kids and wife will be safe at home right you know what I mean like if something happened like you know me at the rink you know what right. I mean? if somebody got you know what I mean like right. got infected Right. But I know I was not going to bring it home to my kids. Right. Right. You know what I mean? That's why. That's my opinion. You know, my I opinion was, like I said, like, I will, I love this because my family was safe at fine. home. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? I was like, you know what I mean? If something was going to happen, you know right. what I mean? It would have happened just to me. Yes. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I, I didn't, I was not going to bring it home. So, right. So. 
That's good. So you yeah, know, I mean, like those uh, those guys, and it's hard. I like uh, it is. My last year uh, after I was done with the press, I went to play one year in Switzerland, and I was trying to you know to see if I can maybe go back after that. But like uh, I was, I went there alone because my kids were in school. So I know how hard it is to be away from your family. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I get that. You know yeah. what I mean? But. My my thing is, it's like you know what I mean. Like it was not being away from my family. I was more like to keep them safe. That yeah. was worry about. You know what I mean? Like, That's so a good way to put if it. If I would have been playing, like even now, like I said, I know the families are allowed to go. I don't know if it's. I don't know if all the. I don't know what it works. I don't know if the family have to be quarantined too as well before they can even meet them. I really I wonder don't know. if they do because that's kind of Canada's requirement yes. going into well, the country. Well, I think it was the bubble requirement. And like then you the bubble. You have to be quarantined yeah. before you get in the bubble. Right. So, uh, you know, but they did an unbelievable job. So, you know, yeah. I mean, like if you watch it, everything, and, you know, it's been unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's been true playoff yes. hockey, yes, which definitely. I love. Yeah. So, well, you are a super busy man and I have taken up a lot of your time and I cannot thank you My enough pleasure. for bestowing your knowledge and your fun stories to the parents and since we're in nashville i probably can't ask you my usual question which is the best hockey parent story that you've got the craziest hockey mom you might have met and it cannot be me so (laughs) yeah have any good stories oh you know what like i still have to go with my mom so one one tournament uh there was a big net behind uh you know when the goalies like you know for the pucks doesn't go to the fans you know those, uh, yes. So um, uh, protect the fans. I got hit really hard, and it was P. Maybe no, Adam maybe. And uh, wait, Adam is what age here for? That will be because uh, everything changed. Years old. Ten, ten years, years old. old. All so right. I was about ten, and there was a collision with me and another player behind the net, and and it was an accident, like you know, an accident, but a big collision and I, I hurt my knee really bad so I, I fell and I, I was literally right behind the net and the goalie was right in front so like the referee had no idea I was there he could not see me you know oh. what I mean like I was literally behind the net like right. so I'm hurting my knees and I'm screaming because like you know what I mean like it yeah. really hurts and like you know I and the ref keep playing you know what I mean and I can hear my mom like screaming at the ref like you know like blow the whistle blow the whistle like <laughs> And he's looking, and he has no idea what's going on because I'm behind, you know, really behind the goalie. He cannot right. see me. The puck is at the other end. Right. And I turn around, and my mom is, like, you know, pretty much, like, halfway through the net, you know what I mean? Like, behind the goalie, like, <laughs> yelling at the ref, like, you know, like, to stop the play. So. Oh, my gosh. So that's I, perfect. Yeah, so I still have to go with my mom. I love that. Well, big love to your mom and for the battle that she's been through and come out the other side. She sounds like one great character. Oh, yeah, yeah she is. Well, thank you again. I don't know which, which job you're going to go back to now, but I appreciate everything you're doing for Nashville thank and for so hockey much. here and, and the things, obviously, you've done for my own son. All my pleasure. So, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, JP. I loved having a two-parter because when you have someone like JP share knowledge, it's too much for one episode. You just can't contain it all. You will never order your fat-free frozen yogurt again without thinking of JP and moms. Look how sweet sons can be. Shaving his head to support his mom's cancer journey. What a really good son. 
Well, we have another off weekend this weekend. I hope that wherever you are and whatever you're doing, you are enjoying it, having fun, getting into the rink. Be sure to share the episode, subscribe, and rate at the bottom. Five stars, five stars, five stars. And next week, our listeners write in is going to be around how to handle losing. Won't that be fun? And we've got another fun interview set up for you as well. I appreciate your time and look forward to seeing you at the rink. 